Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. You know, the fall will be here before you know it, and the temperatures will start to drop and get a little bit cooler. So swing on by Leon Tailoring to get you something warm that will not burn a hole in your pocket. Maybe it's a nice little bit of a heavier jacket, or maybe a heavier blouse or skirt, or no matter what it is, maybe a nice sweater. No matter what it is, you can get it at Leon Tailoring. You can get it ready-made or custom-made or tailor-made. Just go on in, tell them Abdul sent you, and they'll take care of you, and they'll be happy to do it as well. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Good morning. I'm Carrie Hamilton. I'm a state representative from the north side of Indianapolis. And I'm excited today to present Indiana Democrats' contract with women. Women and children are suffering in Indiana, and today, Democrats pledge to change that. By signing this contract, we commit to Hoosier women to fight to restore reproductive freedom. We commit to provide access to contraception and maternal health care, to provide safe workplaces for working women, affordable child care, and essential pre-K education. These are some of the most basic things we can do for women and children so that they have a chance to thrive in our state. These are important things that Indiana is failing to do today. With this contract, we are making sure that women know we have their backs. We will fight for their bodily autonomy and personal freedom and against extreme government overreach. During this special session this summer, I felt the pain and the fear and the anger of Hoosier women when we became the first state in the nation to proactively take women's basic rights away. It was a heavy weight to carry and I fought hard to preserve our rights. But the Republicans in the legislature used their power to vote against women and doctors and the majority of Hoosiers. They voted against the will of the people. When I was in high school in the late 80s, I lost a classmate, Becky Bell, to Indiana's restrictive parental consent law. Becky fell in love, she got pregnant, and then her boyfriend abandoned her. She was desperate to end the pregnancy, and she died from a botched procedure. Becky was 17 and she had her entire life ahead of her. She died because she did not have access to safe and legal abortion. There will be more Becky Bells in Indiana until we reverse this inhumane law. Becky's story is just one of so many heartbreaking stories we've heard in recent months. Stories about fetal fatal anomalies and pregnancy complications, abusive relationships, rape and incest, and women simply not being ready to take on the huge physical, mental, and emotional, and lifelong commitment of motherhood. Stories that make this very clear. Pro-choice is pro-life. Today, Democrats are signing this contract with women to restore basic rights that we've counted on for 50 years, our basic reproductive freedom. And with that, I would like to welcome Representative Pryor. Thank you, Representative Hamilton. We are here today to stand and show our support for women. The Republican Party has shown time and time again they don't truly value women. Republicans have controlled the state of Indiana since 2010. And for 12 years, we've seen women's rights eroded. They've chipped away at women's reproductive rights for years. 
Then the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. And my Republican colleagues couldn't wait to pass a bill uh, to ban women's rights, to make it harder for them to make decisions for their own health care. They scheduled a, ses a special just session just so we could make take away women's rights. This contract makes clear that only the Democratic Party is working to protect women. But you don't have to take my word for it. I urge you to look up at the look up the Repo Republican voting record. Look at their record. They have voted consistently against common sense bills and amendments that would value women in our opinions. Republicans have a voting record against voting record for giving tax breaks and incentives to businesses, while at the same time voting against tax breaks and incentives for women. For instance, we eliminated the tax on gold bullion, but not feminine hygiene products. Republicans have failed to pass an equal pay bill to, to ensure women get paid the same as men for doing the same job. And we don't have anything to protect women in their households. And let's look at disparities that exist for women. As it relates to infant mortality, babies born to women, and black women in the United States, die at a rate double that of their white counterparts. Data also reveals that maternal mortality rate in Indiana is the third highest in the nation at 44 deaths per 100,000 births. This is a crisis for black women who are dying at two and a half times the national rate. These dismal dilemmas lay at the feet of the Republican Party because they have controlled this state for 12 years. But they even refuse to pass a bill requiring pregnancy accommodations. From an economic standpoint, black women earn on average $5,500 less per year and experience higher unemployment and poverty rates than the U.S. average. But the Republican Party refuses to pass a bill guaranteeing an equal pay for women. Republicans have completely controlled this legislature again for 12 years. As it relates to requiring equal pay, they have failed. As it relates to ensuring pregnancy accommodations, they have failed. As it relates to providing pre-K for all kids, they have failed. As it relates to protecting a woman's reproductive rights, they have dismally failed. As it relates to expanding access to birth control, again, failed. As it relates to closing disparities for women of color, Republicans have failed. As it relates to improving the quality of life for women, they have failed. But that is not the Democrat record. And we have a contract with women. And Democrats will take our message to every corner of the state and show our commitment to women and families. This contract is our promise to Hoosiers first and not special interests. And with that, next up is Victoria Wilborn Garcia.
Thank you, Representative Pryor. My name is Victoria Garcia Wilburn, and I am the Democratic candidate for the new House District 32, which will represent portions of Carmel, Fishers, and Northern Indianapolis. As a healthcare provider, I know all too well that our state is operating from a deficit when it comes to helping families, caring for pregnant women, providing crucial early intervention services for infants and toddlers, and most notably, caring for our youth struggling to address their mental health needs. As a state, we are nowhere near prepared to handle the tragic health outcomes that will come with decades of neglecting our healthcare infrastructure. Our state's progress and economy are dependent on the quality of life of our residents, and the quality of life we are offering is diminishing daily, and F-rating to be exact. We must restore balance to our state house and elect candidates who care about the well-being of us all and not the interests of the extreme few supported by radical national organizations. This is why Democrats like me will support policies that promote public health and expand safe reproductive health services, including abortion, across our state. Now I'd like to introduce an ally and champion for women everywhere, Representative Ed Delaney. Thank you very much. Uh, this is about the majority of our population. This is about whether we allow families to make their own family planning decisions. This is about whether the family planning decisions are made up here on the third floor, on these two sides, are made in the homes of our people. This is what it's about. And on the broader perspective, it's about families across the board. Are we gonna do things like have universal pre-K? Are we gonna have family leave? Are we gonna really help the families or just order them around? It's that simple, that's why I'm signing the contract. Thank you. Thank you, Representative Delaney. I'm Mitch Gore, proud to represent the Far East side of the city of Indianapolis and the city of Beach Grove. And while I can't speak to the trauma that Senate Bill 1 and this draconian abortion ban will have on Indiana women, because I don't feel qualified, apparently I'm qualified to legislate on it in an overwhelmingly male legislature. But you've heard from and will hear from women who can speak on the subject. But what I can do is tell my story. My incredible wife, Brittany, brought our daughter, Melinda, into the world four months ago. Um, it was a traumatic labor and delivery, uh, the result of which was 12 days in the hospital, Mindy and I watching Brittany uh, suffer from uh, pregnancy-related heart failure and postpartum preeclampsia, $120,000 medical bill, thank God for health insurance that far too few, far too few Hoosiers don't have. Um, but we were able to bring Mindy home. Uh, the result is if we decide to try again and have another child, Brittany is predisposed to having a high-risk pregnancy. And since Roe was overturned, I've knocked on thousands of doors and talked to my constituents. This is a part of town that has a lot of young families. And I hear it time and time again from the husbands, from the wives, that they have to make hard decisions just like we do. Do we try for another kid? We want to have more. But what do we do? Do we even bother to do it in Indiana? In an economy where you can get a high-wage job and do it from anywhere, where high-wage employers 
can set up shop anywhere. Do you bother doing it here? Our quality of life is already far too low. People have options, they can go anywhere. And while we talk about this abortion ban, let's not forget that it could have been so much worse. The majority of House Republicans voted to strip the exceptions that are in this bill, the exceptions that are already too slim. And it's only because of Indiana Democrats that they stayed in the bill, because we don't pay lip service to these things. We actually care about who's your families, and we care about victims of crime, like those who are victims of rape and incest. That's why Indiana Democrats will sign this contract and work tirelessly until we restore reproductive freedom. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. My name is Jocelyn Baer. I'm the Democratic candidate for State Senate District 31. Senate District 31 is all of Fishers, all of Geist, and part of Lawrence. I am a mom, a small business owner, I'm an at-large member of the Fisher City Council, and I am a survivor of domestic violence. I'm wearing purple today because October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Approximately one in three women experience domestic violence in their lifetime. In Hamilton County alone, thousands of domestic violence survivors sought help just last year. Domestic violence is a public safety issue. It affects everyone. Domestic violence is devastating to women, to children, to neighborhoods, and to communities. Domestic violence is the leading cause of homelessness among women and children. And households that experience domestic violence are far more deadly and dangerous when there's a gun present. Domestic violence is rooted in power and control, exerting power and control over someone else. The domestic violence survivor's freedom and dignity is stolen from her. Today, Democrats like me are making a promise to all Hoosier women. For me, my promises include many things, but especially fighting to repeal Indiana's extreme abortion ban and championing sensible gun legislation and advocating for survivors of domestic violence. By prioritizing Hoosier women instead of ignoring them or controlling them, the 2023 Indiana State Legislature can help make Indiana a better place and a safer place for everyone. Thanks. Good morning, I'm State Senator J.D. Ford and I represent District 29 our State Senate. That covers parts of Hamilton County, Boone County, and the west side of Indianapolis. I also serve as our minority, minority caucus chair, and I'm uh, honored to be here with some of my colleagues. I see our minority leader, Greg Taylor, here, uh, Senator Bro, Senator Yoder, and future Senator Andrea Hunley. I'm so proud to be standing here with my colleagues, colleagues who gave it their all in this special session. We showed the hypocrisy of the other side. We put amendment after amendment up only for them to defeat those amendments. 
I'm also proud to be standing with future colleagues who will help us continue this fight in future sessions to come. This is going to be a long, hard road for women back to bodily autonomy. But we are here and we are committed, and that's why I'm signing this contract today. You know, this was never about states' rights. And how do I know that? Because South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham filed an abortion bill to ban abortions across the nation. That's what this boils down to. It's not about states' rights. It's about one party wanting to control the, the lives and the bodies of women. I'm also uh, our only out-serving member of the LGBTQ community. And that is an enormous weight on my shoulders, but I'm also very honored to be up here speaking for the community. Our community, and I want to speak directly to our community today, our community does not have to guess on whether or not we are next. Justice Thomas' con con concurring opinion specifically put that LGBTQ rights are next. And so I hope that the LGBTQ plus community will join me and join the thousands of women in our state to stand with them because we are going to be asking them to stand with us when our rights are, are on, under attack. You know, tomorrow is three weeks for Election Day. And during this special session, I had many questions from Hoosiers. Why can't we do what Kansas did? Well, we don't have that mechanism in our state. But what I say to you today is let November 8th be our Kansas moment. And I will, I will just succinctly sum this up for, for everybody watching today. Choice is on the ballot. Supporting our teachers in public schools is on the ballot. Gun reform is on the ballot. LGBTQ rights is on the ballot. So please vote. Vote like your life depends on it and vote like your rights depend on it. Thank you. Thank you, Senator Ford, for your words. Good morning. I'm Jessica McClellan. I'm a Democrat running for state treasurer. I'm proud to be a candidate for strong oversight, prudent stewardship of public funds, forward-thinking investments in, in our communities. But Republicans would have you believe that we are creating a distraction. But let me be clear. Elevating women and restoring their rights from that of second-class citizens is never a distraction. While we work for policies and programs that Americans want, good health care, new jobs, and the training and education to support those jobs, growing our economy and setting fiscal policy that can slow inflation, we also work to support women and families. Republicans would have you believe that this is only an issue to Democrats, that no swing vote, moderate voter, independent or Republican voter cares about this issue. That is wrong. This is an issue on the minds of every Indiana voter. If we do not restore the right to an abortion permanently in Indiana, the number, the number of women unable to go to work will go up. Maternal complications and death will go up. The number of people who leave high school and college without degrees will go up. Parental stresses which lead to child abuse will go up. Child poverty will go up. We have no increase in the minimum wage, no paid leave, no universal child care. We have no help with the cost of delivering a child and a faltering foster care system. We are learning that there are limits 
to what Hoosiers will tolerate. And we are learning that the public opinion only matters if there is enough backlash that it causes people to lose elections. That is why this election, it is important to consider the forward progress of Indiana and vote to support women, vote to support choice, and vote to support families. Thank you. And I'd like to introduce our candidate to be the next state auditor, Zanae Brooks.
Good morning, I'm Destiny Wells. I'm a Democratic candidate for Secretary of State. November 8th this year will be a referendum on the treatment of women by the Republican Party here in Indiana. We have spoken a lot today about women's reproductive freedom, but it didn't start there. It didn't start with our poor maternal health outcomes. It didn't even start with the Republican Party refusing to accommodate the working pregnant mother stocking shelves. It started long before that. I am against an opponent who has been accused by members within his own party of attempted sexual assault. It started decades before this. That party, that Republican Party, allowed this sexual predator to navigate within the party and to rise to positions of power, so much so that women who have been assaulted by him have personally approached me, upset, feeling unheard, because how could their fellow Republicans, their friends, their colleagues stand by and allow this treatment of women? It is a culture within the Republican Party that has went unchecked. And now as individual citizens throughout Indiana, we are feeling it because that culture has pervaded public policy and we are living the outcomes. We are living with poor maternal health and now we are living with less opportunity in front of us as women because we are not masters of our own destiny and controlling our reproductive freedom. This is not a representative democracy. And as chief election officer, I will take head on why we are not a representative democracy, why our election system is broken, and why we are all living now within this culture that allows sexual predators like Diego Morales to rise to more positions of power throughout the Republican Party and dictate our everyday lives. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Tom McDermott, candidate for United States Senate. I want to thank Representative Hamilton and the Indiana Democratic Party for coming up with an amazing idea, a contract with women. Uh, you know, I'm a lawyer, and contract is a is a, a document that two parties enter into willingly, which means that the elected officials that are signing this document are making a pledge to Hoosier women that we plan to fight for your reproductive rights, we plan to fight for maternal health care, we plan to fight for, for things that Indiana should have had a long time ago. And in my role, hopefully as Indiana's next U.S. Senator, my job is going to be to help fix a U.S. Supreme Court that's hell-bent on attacking Hoosiers, attacking women, attacking people's right to privacy. And the right to privacy, we all know, includes the right to, to have an abortion, but it also includes a lot of other things, like the right to use contraceptives, like the right to enter into a same-sex marriage. Heck, there's even talk amongst the GOP about interracial marriage and whether or not states should be allowed to decide this issue. We already know how the GOP feels about these issues. We've seen how the GOP feels about same-sex marriage, and if Indiana's given the opportunity to weigh in on that topic, we know how Indiana's gonna rule on it. So the fact is we need a U.S. Senator that's gonna go to Washington, D.C. and make sure that our U.S. Supreme Court justices respect precedent, respect women, respect the history of our country, and fight to protect those freedoms. And I promise you, I know why I'm gonna win on November 8th. I'm gonna win because Hoosier women are gonna show up in massive numbers to vote to protect their rights. I know because first-time voters are gonna show up in massive number to vote to protect their rights. And I'm a man, and I'm gonna show up to vote to protect my wife and my daughter who are being
being treated like second-class citizens in the state of Indiana right now. This doesn't, you know, this just, does, just doesn't affect Hoosier women. It affects everybody that loves women and cares about women and has daughters and has mothers, and that's all of us. And it's up to all of us. When one party oversteps and takes away rights, it's up to us as voters to show up and take away their rights to be an elected official. So let's do it on November 8th, and I'm very proud to sign the Hoosier contract with women. Thank you all very much. everyone who spoke, everyone who's here to sign the contract in a few minutes. I'm, I'm really so excited that we're standing here today to get this message across. And let's be clear, you've heard it and I'm going to say it again. This is not about creating a distraction. If you don't believe that we're all sincere and passionate and committed to our contract with women, you're wrong. We are. We are very committed to this pledge. And uh, we want to join the majority of Hoosiers and let all women, the people who love us, and truly the majority of Hoosiers who support our reproductive freedom. We want to let them know we have their back. So thank you for being here today, and I'll open up to questions. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.